This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. Um, back here at the Global Office, uh, and I actually have another live guest. We didn't have to do this over Zoom, which is nice. Uh, see somebody live, and it's not it's not rocky this week. Uh, I have a, another special guest this week, and uh, it's our newly announced uh, Regional Director for Northwest Arkansas, Paul Holzmer. So welcome, Paul. It's good to be here, Brian. Yeah, and uh, Paul and I have a history that goes back to Tulsa, uh, where I where I had my roots with influencers and everything, and that's where I met Paul first. And and uh, you'll get to know a little bit of Paul's story, how he ended up back here in Northwest Arkansas. So he's a, I don't know if I don't, I was going to say he's a Tulsa guy, but actually he lived in Northwest Arkansas before Tulsa. So that's true. It's kind of a homecoming for you coming back here. Yes, it is. Yes, so so Paul, um, welcome, and I just I want people to get to know you. Uh, we have. Uh, we have uh, six, I think it is, different regional directors now, and uh, and they serve a real important role of, of leading the charge in all our different regions. Um, it's a little different here because you, you get to work side by side with the global office. So right. we, we wear hats of the Northwest Arkansas and looking right. globally. So uh, right. we all kind of work together here. But uh, but I want them to get to know you, Paul, and, and kind of what makes you tick and what, okay. what brought you into influencers and... and uh, the okay. things you're passionate about. So why don't you tell a little of your story about, you know, how you found out about influencers back in Tulsa, I guess it was, and and just tell a little bit of that story and where you came from. All right. Well, let me just give a little bit of background. I was I was raised in a great uh, Catholic family. Uh, I had four brothers and one sister, um, and my family was very devoted to that, uh, although I never heard the gospel. I never heard salvation. Um, it was later, a little bit later in my marriage that I... Uh, that I, uh, I did understand, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you will be saved. And, and so then my life began to change. And for many, many years, my wife and I were very involved in churches. We were very involved in leading small groups. Uh, I was very involved in men's ministry for almost every church we've been to. We moved around quite a bit. But I ended up in Tulsa and was uh, doing my thing as usual. And uh, it, it, at one point I reached, I, I described my experience in church as being more or less a, a um, Christian spectator because in a lot of cases I showed up and I listened to other people speak and I'd show up and listen to other people speak. And even in, in a lot of the men's uh, ministries, uh, we'd show up and hear somebody speak. Uh, but then I, I was invited to go to a, a journey group and this was in 2009 in Tulsa. And I went through that in, entire journey process uh, and it was a powerful uh, experience, powerful material. Uh, but when it was all through, I, I felt like, okay, well, I've done that. And, and I didn't know that it was, there was anything left to do. Um, but it was a couple of years later, uh, after meeting you, Brian, mm -hmm. and getting involved with the, uh, the anchor meeting that we did every Friday morning. And you invited me to step up and be a journey guide. And I thought, well, sure, I'll be glad to do that. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I want to jump in real quick because, uh, yeah, you and I were getting to know each other and we, we were doing this weekly gathering event. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I and I knew that you'd been to the journey and I could not understand why you were not a guide because, you know, I mean, not everybody who goes through the journey, you would say, oh, they need to guide. You know, some guys aren't ready or whatever. But I, you seem mature. You seem so personable. I could not understand 
why you never guided? And you, your, your response to me was, no one ever asked me to. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I love using that illustration, that exact illustration today. When a, when a person comes out of a journey group and then they want to do a, they want to guide a group and then it's their turn to invite somebody and they're unsure about, well, should they invite them? And, my, and I tell them your story. Mm-hmm. Exactly what happened is the only reason that I began guiding groups is because Brian Craig invited me to, 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 uh, to lead a journey group. And so I've seen that happen over and over and mm-hmm. over again, where you just invite someone and somebody's waiting to, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. So, yeah, so that began to, to transform my journey experience, uh, began leading groups. And after the very first group, I remember telling guys afterwards about this opportunity to really uh, have a front row seat to watching God transform men's lives. And the, the, um, the way I explained it is, is going through a journey group is a great experience as a participant, but guiding a group takes it times 10. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to me. And then I began leading a group every year. And somebody asked me one time, well, are you going to have a group this next year? And I said, I don't think I ever want to be without a journey group. Yeah. And so that just continued over time. And and uh, so so Tulsa has been a wonderful experience for me. And and then suddenly this thing came upon me called retirement. And <laughs> and uh, we had spent our time in northwest Arkansas prior to going to Tulsa. Uh, my wife had a heart for Northwest Arkansas, so we ended up buying a place over here and thought I was just going to enjoy this, uh, this uh, retirement season. Um, I was still involved, and I didn't know how it all going to work. And then, Brian, you call me up and say, let's chat, mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity for me. Yeah. Well, and you uh, you didn't talk about this, but uh, you became a board member on uh, Frank Khalil, the Tulsa Regional Director's Board, uh, and you got to really see the beginnings of a region. I mean, you, you yes. were there in the beginning when that was all forming, and you saw the struggles of yes. trying to figure a budget out and figure out how we're going to raise money and, and all the things. That, so what, what, what do you take from that experience as you come into here uh, as a regional director? Well, it certainly gave me a, a good insight into what the role is. Uh-huh. Um, Frank and I spent almost weekly time at lunch talking about what was going on in the ministry, talking about planning the next board meeting. Uh, I served as his first chairman of his board, and and uh, so for the first two or three years, I believe it was, um, I was in close uh, communication and relation with everything that was going on in the region. So mm-hmm. yes, it gave me great insight into what uh, what how a region ticks, how it operates. Well, and, and you, I think you were almost hesitant to become a regional director because you saw how hard Frank worked. <laughs> and you're supposed to be retired, and uh, you know, because Frank's a fireball, right? He's kind of hard to hard to chase around. Well, I did tell you that I didn't want a job. <laughs> right. That's right. I did not want a job. I didn't want to be a manager. <laughs> um, but I love the ministry, and so the opportunity to have an influence in this region, yes, was uh, was very very appealing. Well, and and it's we don't really recruit anybody into into our, any of our staff positions. We we believe God recruits people; He calls people into it, and uh, that's way that's been all the time. And, and it, it's in keeping with our whole ministry about letting the Holy Spirit lead everything yes. and and just following His lead. You know. <laughs> Yes, and and as I told you at the time, I wasn't looking for this. Right. But I'm completely satisfied it's not my idea. It was God's idea. And so that's what gave me the freedom to say, yes, I have total peace about moving forward in, in this new role. 
this and, new assignment. And the fact that what, your wife Debbie was on board, that's that's uh, that was definitely a, a big factor, you know. Well, I don't mind saying I wouldn't have done it if she hadn't. Yeah, that's right. And that's the way it should be, yeah. She had total peace about it. She said, I think you need to. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so yes, it's uh, it is very important that you know that she uh, she was completely supportive. Yeah. So what are what are some of the things that you love about influencers and the, the journey and maybe what you've seen in your own life or your family's life or also just men that you've you've guided? What are some things that stick out in your mind? Well, I guess the big one uh, to start off with is the impact on my own family. Um, I have um, four son-in-laws. I like you have four daughters. They're all married and. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, we've had that experience of walking them down the down the aisle and and uh, and I've loved every one of them and I have great son four great son in laws three of them have been through the journey, um, and uh, one of them is uh, is an area director as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son in law David Welton and what a joy he is to work with. So so yes I've been able to see that and then of course uh, two of my daughters got to got to co guide a group with your sweet bride Missy, mm-hmm. and and so we all get to see. What I love to say, a front row seat to watching men and women's lives transformed by the Spirit of God. Mm. Yes. Well, I, you know, I tend to say that um, when we start doing couples groups, I tended to say that um, if two people go through a couples group, they have a chance to have an abiding marriage, you know. And, uh, and when you get your whole family to go through, you can have an abiding family. Yeah. I mean, that's even a bigger thing, I think, you know. You all speak the same language, you know, yes. and you kind of understand things yes. through the same lens of abiding, you know. Yes. So you've seen that in your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yes, and that gives us, it's just fun to get together and, and talk about those things. Yes. But even beyond my media family, I mean, the men and women, or the men especially, and when I say women because their wives uh, get to see this transformation as well. And to be able to, to watch a man that comes into a journey group and doesn't really know what he's getting into, and many mm-hmm. times he doesn't. And you watch this process just begin to unfold. And by the end of the enlightened session, the lights are starting to come on. And then when you do the first retreat of uh, the prayer cottage and all those amazing principles and insights that come out of that. And that's where the light really seems to come on for a lot of guys the first time. Mm. And that's when it really gets to be fun. And then when we start reaching out to them one-on-one and having coffee with them or having a lunch with them and hearing their story and and, um, and over the course of the journey, every man hears each other's story. Every man realizes that the challenges they're going through, they're not going through by themselves. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that, that anyone's gone through that others haven't also gone through in this ministry. And let's face it, I mean, men are going through a lot of hard things. There's a lot of challenges. And whether it's challenges in the marriage, challenges with a father or son or a father or daughter, or uh, you name it, uh, those kind of challenges uh, that are out there, uh, addictions that are seen to be so widespread in the world we live in today. It's just become uh, it's become a, a ground for, for all kinds of challenges. So we get to we get to be there for them and and walk with them and see men get victory in so many of these areas. And and what a joy it is to see a marriage that the joy returned to a marriage or a relationship with a father and a son restored because of the principles that he's learning mm-hmm. in the process, the biblical principles he's learning in the process of the journey. Yeah, I, I always say, you know, the curriculum is the same. Every and I've led like seventeen journey groups, you know, and every it's the same curriculum, mm-hmm. but every year I do it, it's a whole different group of people, mm-hmm. a whole different group of challenges and life experience and things that will happen yes. in a season of the journey. And you get to see God put 
skin on the theology, you know, and te- it's tested, yes. you know, with trials and things like that every time, you know. Yes. And uh, that's why it's exciting. That's what's an adventure every time. Yes. So. And when men start to, when they get a hold of abiding, that's the game changer. Yeah. That is the game changer. And that's why John 15, 5 is the core, the core principle, the core scripture of the entire ministry. Yeah. And of course, it's, it's you know, we talk about it, but it's it started out for men, but now it's spreading to women. And, and as a guy, as you and me both have four daughters, mm-hmm. you know, that's a good thing because yes. we want our daughters to experience this too. Yes. And my daughters haven't been through the journey yet, but I, I hope they're young adults, you know, I'm hoping that will happen soon. But, yes. Uh, yes. So what is, uh, what's your assessment of Northwest Arkansas? Just, you know, help people get a flavor for this area. A lot of people around the country might be listening to this. They don't know what, what is Northwest Arkansas. Like yeah. a lot of times it, when we have our national gatherings, they say NWA on the badges. And they're like, what in the world is NWA? Yeah. Now, if you're from here, everyone gets it, Northwest Arkansas. But help people understand what's going on here and then maybe what your hope is spiritually, you know, to happen around here. Okay. Well, Northwest Arkansas is a melting pot. There are people here from all over the world. There's four key communities here that are all kind of stacked on top of each other, uh, spread out over two counties. And there's another 15 or 20 little towns, and they've all grown together. That's why there is no one name. Mm-hmm. And if you threw out one name, most people wouldn't have heard of it. So it, so everybody identifies with Northwest Arkansas. Um, there's every imaginable kind of, um, of uh, spiritual background here. Mm-hmm. And but but what we find every everywhere you go is men are looking for the same thing. They're looking for meaning. They're looking for truth, and they're looking for genuine, authentic relationships. And of course, that's one of the things that influencers provides is mm-hmm. is when men get together and they put their vertical focus on on Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Then for no extra charge, we get these horizontal relationships that. Uh, that men, many cases, have never experienced before. Many, many men have never experienced this process of not only the transform life, but transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a brand new thing for me. I never experienced that before. And when we get authentic and we get transparent with one another, um, it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. It really does, especially when Christ is at the center of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's kind of like when everyone's going vertical, the walls kind of fall down. Yes. And people aren't looking at each other. They're looking at him. Yes. We're holding ourselves accountable to him, not to each other. But, yes. But, and then it helps everybody be more transparent, more yes. open. And, that is correct. Yeah. So as this northwest Arkansas um, region, I guess, continues to grow, and, 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 and my predecessor, Tom C., has done a, a stellar job, and he's put some structure together, and he's, and, and he's got— three um, area directors that are helping pull all this together with David Welton and Charles Zimmerman and, and Tim Stanley. And so now I'm learning how to work with all three of them and we become one, even though there's three, three become one, all one Northwest Arkansas region. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a lot to learn, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, and I love working with these, this amazing group of men. Well, and, and some people may not know, but, but it's a super, uh, corporate area. I mean, you have Walmart, the world's you know largest company. You have uh, J.B. Hunt, the largest transportation company in America, I believe. 
Tyson Foods, the largest meat producer, they're in the new. They've been in the news all the time with during yeah. the quarantine and all that about yeah. food supply and all that. Yes. Uh, and there's actually journey groups going in all those corporations. Yes, and, and even growing yes. there. So that's that is it. And then for Walmart alone, and I think Tyson's the same. You have all the vendor community that service these big companies, and they have corporate executives all living here. You yes. know, uh, so that's that's makes this thing a unique place. Well, it certainly is, and it's amazing what's happened in the last 12 years, because when I left here in 2008, I'd never heard of the journey. I'd yeah. never heard of influencers. Um, and now it's widespread. Yeah, uh, and, and it was already starting when you left, right? It was around here, but you just didn't know. It was. I yeah. wasn't aware of it. That's right. That's correct. But, but I don't know that it was in the corporations like it is today. Yeah. As well as being embraced by so many churches. Yeah, it's a right. component of their men's ministry. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many churches have embraced it here in Northwest Arkansas. I know in other regions it's, it's becoming very, very widespread because they have witnessed what happens in men's lives when they go through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Frank does this, and I think Tom did too, trying to build relationships with pastors. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we always have a little bit of a challenge to help them understand because we're parachurch, you know, and you kind of get put in a category. But if when pastors realize, hey, we're just here to come alongside you and help you. Yes. We're not here to compete with you or take anybody from you. We're here just to help you. Right. Uh, when they start understanding, it's then then they become friendly to us. Of course, the best way to help them understand it is to take them through a journey group. Yes. <laughs> yes, no question about it. When, when a pastor goes through a journey group, he's hooked. Oh, yeah. And because he sees what's happened, what happened in his life, and then what begins to happen in the lives of men in his church. Yeah. No question. So... I know that you're new on the job here. Uh, North, do, you ha- do you have a vision yet for you know what what God might be trying to do here in Northwest Arkansas? Uh, God has a vision, but I don't have it at this point. Yes, right. I just know He's going to pull it all together, and He's going to allow me to be used uh-huh. in in a, in a mighty and a powerful way. So, no, I, I don't know how that's all going to work. Especially, I'm I'm a little bit. Uh, confused is how do we do this with COVID still going on and right. social distancing and all that and and some of the things that I've witnessed in the past I'm not sure how to do it but the Zoom technology uh, is going to create some avenues and opportunities that otherwise wouldn't exist so I'm grateful for the technology I'm grateful that uh, you embraced it two or three years ago and mm-hmm. started doing Zoom meetings with your staff mm-hmm. um, and so the, the the opportunity for Zoom is really pretty unlimited, even in the midst of COVID. Well, there was always kind of a thought um, that because of all the corporations, you know, Walmart, they're all worldwide companies for the most part, not JB Hunt as much, but so there's portals to people everywhere. And the idea is that maybe a lot of people would live here for a season and then they get transferred somewhere else in the world. And if they go through the journey, they can bring the journey with them. Yes. But now... Um, now we can connect all that, all those roads through virtual, you know, through the Zoom or whatever. We can be in better contact with all those people. They don't have to be gone out of our sight and all that. That's what I'm excited about. No question about it. Uh, the, the Zoom technology is, is going to be the bridge to far reaches, uh, nationally and internationally. And mm-hmm. we're beginning to see that already. Even with the, the mentoring groups that they, they're just now completing, with the guide training that, that has just taken place, uh, guys connected on Zoom from all over the all over the country. Yeah, you were one of our guide mentors, that, yes. which was an all new thing. We just uh, we trained the trainers for for six weeks, and then you and then you and me and some other guys. Yes, and in my little group with twelve or fifteen guys, there's five different states represented. 
Yeah. And many of which I didn't know. Um, but and I, as I told my wife after about uh, the four sessions meeting, to feel like a journey group. <laughs> yeah. You're seeing everybody on online, and and you're seeing their face and their smiles and their and their body their body uh, language as well. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to just a little bit about just your experience with the journey. So, were, did you understand abiding in Christ before influencers came along? No, I had no concept of it whatsoever. I, I really didn't. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I can I really felt like I was I was showing up when the doors were open, but I didn't really have a didn't have a concept of abiding. And, and abiding is the game changer. Mm-hmm. Abiding is uh, obviously what leads to the fruit of the spirit. And when the fruit of the spirit transforms our life, and we really get a hold of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, and faithfulness and gentleness, self control the whole world changes mm-hmm. and and truthfully i believe that is the single source of the single best source of protection that we can have against galatians 5:19 which is all the works of the spirit the, the, the works of the flesh right. excuse me that's right the the, the the fruit of the spirit is i believe god's antidote to the works of the flesh yeah that's because right. once we get those fruit of the spirit in, in order and if we get the first one right all the rest of them fall in place yeah. <laughs> love if we get love right most everything else falls into place. Mm. Uh, and so, no, uh, it, yes, it all begins with abiding. It all begins with deepening our relationship with Christ, developing this intimate, deep relationship with Christ, and and then our, our heart changes. And, and that's what happened to me. God tenderized my heart. Mm. He tenderized my heart, and he brought out gifts that I didn't even know existed. Mm. And and um, God gave me gifts of, of and, and I knew I had a gift of encouragement that was always very nice for me and a gift of service. And, of course, if you raise four daughters, you better have a gift of service. <laughs> uh, but, but one that he really began to reveal after several times going through the journey and just really tenderizing my heart is the gift of mercy. Mm. And he just gave me a heart for people and he gave me a love for people I can't even comprehend. Mm. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, and so would would uh, Debbie say that your wife Debbie would she say that she's seen some changes in you yeah. since you're going through the journey? <laughs> yeah, I would say the the most uh, yes, Debbie's seen it, but even my daughters. And uh, a few years ago, we were at. Um, down in Florida. In fact, you came to visit us one of those years uh-huh. on vacation. And um, I had this kind of wild idea that I asked each one of my son-in-laws to, to lead a devotion while we were down there. Uh-huh. So I asked my oldest daughter, I said, well, by the way, Kara, have you noticed any change in Dave? And she said, yes. But then she said, and you. <laughs> she said, you've always been our spiritual leader, but 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 the change in you has been extraordinary. So Yes, uh, it's visible to our children. It's visible to our wives. It's visible to those around us mm. when God does this amazing work. And, and in my case, I just label as he tenderized my heart in, uh, in a way that I still can't fully comprehend. But I know he just gave me a love for people. Yeah. And uh, so, yes. Yeah. So, I, of course, I, I, I feel like I only knew you post-abiding. You know, I, I didn't know that. Kind of like Tom C. I didn't, I didn't know the old Tom, which everyone talks about the old uh hardened, you know, executive Tom, you know, I didn't know that guy, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know God used you a lot, Paul in Tulsa, you know, I got to see you, uh, you know, just as a great guide and, and a great encourager at the anchor every week. You love praying with guys and encouraging them. So I know I'm excited for you to bring 
your gifts and your enthusiasm to this area. You know, yes. it's, it's going to be fun to see. Yes. And I do hope we can soon start gathering the guys together and doing yes. some events and things. You know, I know you get a lot of lot of ideas about all that, which will be fun to yes. to watch happen. So yes, and I look forward to that. Yeah, so I, th- I think that'll be great. So. Well, anything, any other final thoughts you want to say about influencers or anything uh, as you as you head on this this new thing? Any encouragement you want to give anybody out there? Well, uh, for any of those that might be listening, and and uh, if you're wondering uh, should I step up and be a guide, my encouragement is to take the plunge. Um, my assessment, and I and and I may be understating it, but. The impact on my life was easily times 10, and it may be more than that, from just being a participant. So um, if, you're, if you've maybe been through this new training, the mentoring training, or if you haven't and you're, and you're wondering, well, maybe I could be a guide, or maybe you're thinking you're not qualified. And if you're thinking that, then I would ask you, well, where do you think that thought came from? Because it didn't come from God, uh, because you are qualified, and, and I believe God wants to use each and every one of us in some manner or another uh, in influencing the lives of other men in our sphere of influence. <laughs> certainly in our families, certainly in our extended families, uh, in our neighbors and our coworkers and our retirees even. I have some retiree neighbors now and, and uh, I look forward to taking them through the journey as well. Yeah, well, and, and Paul, you're gonna be busy trying to get to know people here in Northwest Arkansas who are involved with influencers. But I, if any of you are in a, in Northwest Arkansas and listen to this podcast, I would encourage you to reach out to Paul. And yes. I'm going to I'm gonna make sure, Paul, your contact okay. info and email is on this, tied in with this, so that they'll, they'll know how to find you. Yes. But uh, you guys need to get to know Paul. He's He, he will become a great friend to you. And uh, whether you're a man or woman here in Northwest Arkansas, um, we want to we want to help you guys, you know, yes. do your job of making disciples. So uh, so great. Amen. Well, thank you, Paul. I appreciate your, your time. And uh, and again, you'll get to know a lot of these people. And there's some great people here in Northwest Arkansas and great people around the country, you know. Yes. So, well, I'm appreciative of being um, in Northwest Arkansas. I'm appreciative that God has restored the friendship that you and I had over in Tulsa. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, um, this was a surprise to me, but it wasn't a surprise to him. He knew all about it. It was his idea. And so I'm on board with his ideas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I always have a saying that uh, there's a lot of good ideas and you just got to get to the God ideas. There you go. You know, I mean, we, those are the ones we want. Yeah. You know? And I think this was a God idea. So. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. God gave you the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, th- we call this the Influencers Network Podcast. And uh, we like to talk about different topics that, that uh, you guys are struggling with out there or, or different ways to help you make disciples and also like to just hear testimonies and of, of all the really interesting people that are part of this ministry. So anyway, a lot of other podcasts are on our website at uh, influencers.org. And if you go to resources, you'll see the podcast uh, tab and you can look at other broadcasts we've had. So anyway, we, uh, we just want to support you guys however, however we can. So uh, everything, most everything is through our website. If, if you need anything, you just send us a note. So I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you.